queen how's it going welcome back to the beast queen podcast i am like kneeling on my chair because i'm so excited about this episode i'm also in the most adorable christmas jumper it's pink obviously it's like the perfect pink so it's kind of like a light pink and it's got a little gingerbread man on it with some little candy canes and snowflakes and i'm honestly I'm so Christmassy. Okay, I need to calm myself down. How are you? Most importantly, above all else, how are you feeling? We are in December, like kind of a little bit boobs deep in December. Do you know what I mean? Like Christmas is legit round the corner. Ho, 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 feeling merry about it. Are you feeling Christmassy? Are your Christmas decks up? I am like a little bit reluctant to put my Christmas tree up in the office. I've got one up in the, um, like in my, what's the word, kitchen, which sounds weird, but it's not that weird. Um, but I've got my Christmas tree up in my kitchen. I have another three to put up. One in the living room, one in the studio where like my boyfriend is, I, I got this kind of like the, the man cave, um, but it's kind of where we sit and watch TV and stuff. So it's like, it feels like it needs to be festive. But then I've also got the Christmas tree for the office, which is obviously pink and amazing and sparkly and beautiful. Um, but honestly, I'm like, can I really be asked? Because if you followed me for a long time, you will know that like last year, that Christmas tree didn't leave the office until like July. So I'm reluctant to put it up because I know what I'm like and I know that that Christmas tree will just stay up and give all of the bad vibes come January because I will not be asked to take it down. So that's my life right now. That's the dilemma that's going on. And this is a terrible opener to a podcast episode because I haven't told you a single thing about what this episode is going to be about, uh, which means you've probably already switched off. So congratulations if you're here. And you know what? If you are here, drop me a DM right now with the word Christmas or like Xmas if you're lazy and want to type it fast. Um, and I'm going to send you a free training just for getting through the first two minutes of this without like switching off. So yeah, love you. <laughs> anyway, today's episode is all about the value you bring to your coaching containers because I've had a lot of conversations over the last couple of months inside of the reboot and especially inside of my mastermind. We have been like revamping with a capital R and a capital V. Do you know what I mean? Like we've been fully going in on my coach's offers. And just how to make sure that we are delivering an exceptional experience. You know that like client experience is just at the forefront of everything I do. But you're doing it in a way that allows you to hold the capacity to deliver more for your people. And what I mean by that is usually, especially with coaches that do one-on-one coaching, we think that we've got to pour everything into it. You've got to pour your heart, your soul, your blood, your sweat, your tears, your mental breakdowns. You've got to pour everything into your coaching environments to deliver value for your clients right you think oh my god like I'm not giving enough value so I need to make sure that I'm like on hand for my clients 24 7 you are doing all of the like boundary breaking you are you know answering messages at silly o'clock in the morning because you told them that it was 24 7 whatsapp support and you want to like stand by your word and you want to be there for them when they're having the menti bees but you also like just want to spend time with your family. You can't even go out for dinner right now because you're too busy checking your phone just in case somebody has signed up or just in case somebody is unsure if they're onboarding or just in case somebody is having a like mental breakdown about to go out for a night out. Like you are constantly in work mode <clears throat> and I've bunny ears work mode. 
And then what you're doing on top of that is you're like, right, I need to make sure I'm giving people everything so that they're fully equipped because you're an over-deliverer, because you want people to know the nuance that comes with your style of coaching, which isn't just here's your macros, now piss off. It's so much deeper than that. And you've got so much behavioral change stuff. And just like the, the way that you operate inside of your coaching is so nuanced that you want to give everybody all of the context 24-7. And so your welcome packs are like 700 pages long. And your um, onboarding sequences are like, here's the thing, but also here's another thing. And actually, here's another thing, because you need to know this to be able to know this. And then I want you to know this. And, and I don't want you asking questions about this in two weeks time. So make sure you've got this as well. And you're just giving people everything all the time, which is amazing. And I love this for you. And it's burning you the hell out. And how do you expect to grow and scale and operate a business that earns more than what it's earning right now if you are not opening up the capacity to be able to deliver an exceptional experience for your clients and serve more and more people? And so if you're feeling capped right now, if you're like, bro, I cannot sustain the amount of clients I am like coaching every single week because I'm doing 18 hour long check-ins for everybody to make sure they get enough value from those moments and enough touch points with me and enough like, you know, insight from me every single week to be able to get a great result. You need to listen to this episode, bro, because we're about to debunk all of those little cheeky beliefs that you've got around more time and energy poured into your business equals more value. Plot twist. It does not. That's the whole point of the episode. Shall I switch off now? No, I'm going to carry on. But in my previous business, I did this a lot. I was like, I thought I needed to give more time, like more and more time to my clients to deliver that great value. I thought that I needed to send like 15 to 30 minute updates to everybody to um, like actually get my point across because otherwise they'd feel like I wasn't giving them enough. Like it got to a point where I just kept what's the word, like upping the bar of what my clients expected from me because I never felt like I was doing enough. And hello, burnout vibes ensued because I was then setting a different standard every single time that if I then sent a five minute check-in, I was like, oh my God, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna think I don't care about them because my check-in was only five minutes long instead of the 30 minute long one I sent the other week because that two to five minutes that was actually probably super valuable for the client and like whelming appropriately, AKA not overwhelming or underwhelming. Um, it, it like, it didn't feel like enough anymore. It didn't feel like I was giving enough. And like my welcome packs were freaking so extensive. They had like checklists and um, you know, uh, like a, a how-to on how to track your calories. They had how to do your progress photos, how to measure your, um, you know, measurements, like how to measure your body, uh, a shopping list. Then it was like, okay, you, you need to know the breakdown of the macros. So like protein, fats, and carbs and alcohol and where the alcohol plays a role. Then I, it was like, oh my God, well, now you need to know about social events because duh, like, you know, you're going to have social events and I, my whole goal is to help you include those social events. So you need to know about that there and then. And then you need like a breakdown of like what those carbs, fats, protein, all the things are so that you can add that to your shopping list, which is also in there. And then you had a habit tracker because I wanted you to make sure you're tracking your water. But then I needed you to know why you were tracking your water. So I was like, bro, here's why you should track your water. Here's why you should be drinking enough. Here's why you should be sleeping and resting and recovering. Here's the importance of recovery. Here's why protein is brilliant for recovery. Like the, the welcome pack was legit. The most overwhelming thing in the entire world. And like, yeah, it looked cute. And yes, some of my clients really valued it. And yes, some of my clients deep dove into the whole thing. 
and would like binge the trainings that I sent them and, and all of the stuff in the welcome pack. But the majority didn't even open the freaking thing. And therefore, because they didn't open the thing, they didn't get results. They didn't understand. They didn't know what they needed to do fast, let alone next. No way. They didn't know what to do next, let alone fast. And so the people that come into your world, you want them to be appropriately wound. And I guess that should be the title of this episode is like how to appropriately wound your clients. <laughs> um, but I was doing all of this stuff to pour so much more time and energy into my business because I thought that the longer I was in my business, the longer I was supporting those clients, the more I was giving them, the more value they would get. And I could not have been more wrong. Because here is the truth when you are, you know, promoting that you are on hand 24-7 for WhatsApps or you are doing hour-long weekly calls with people because you think that that's the thing they value or the never-ending welcome pack you've got or the 20-plus minute-long check-in updates that you give people every week. Like, the truth of the matter is your clients don't give a shit. They don't care. They don't care that you sent them an hour-long update. They don't care that your welcome pack has every single inch of every single thing they could ever need to know about anything that you ever teach them. They don't give a shit about how long you have spent in your WhatsApps today with them. They just care that you have delivered the information they need. And in fact, they would prefer, plot twist, that you delivered it to them faster. They would prefer to get it in a three-step action point there and then in the WhatsApp than to have to sift through an hour-long coaching call replay to remember what the hell you even gave them as advice. And so you think that you need to create lengthier, longer, more like more or bigger uh, check-ins or valuable content or even like trainings and stuff. Like if you've got the vault full of trainings, I love having a vault full of trainings that my clients can go to. But if there's no structure to that and there's just so much there and you give them access to it like now and forever, they are not going to look at a single thing. And you know what? I'm going to call myself out right now because I had that problem with my mastermind literally this month. <clears throat> Am I okay? This month. Because one of my clients dropped into the mastermind and I was telling them how I am revamping the vault to be spicier, more logical, like they could have like just different places to um, go to when they needed specific support on things. And so whilst all of the trainings were there and like all accessible and, you know, it has keywords that you can search. So if you're struggling with like, I don't know, say you want to um, help with a client check-in, you can literally just Google, not Google, but you know what I mean, like search in the search bar like client trainings or client check-ins, and it would send you to the videos that are appropriate. Um, and things like, you know, if, if you want to increase your uh, lead generation, it's like, okay, great, you type in lead generation in the, in the search bar and it will bring up all the videos related to lead generation, you can pick the one that's relevant. It had all of that function, but it was essentially just a big fat library full of shit really good shit but like still it's like it's not it's not got a direction it's not got a pathway it's not got a focus and because of that you're not going to get as much value as you want from those trainings and so if you have a big library full of random shit that you can send people to does it have some form of clear structure that people can follow if they're like at the beginner level maybe at the advanced level maybe they want to look into like supplementation and stuff like that it's like does it have a clear pathway for people if not let's let's give that a go because the thing that i was talking about a minute ago 
well, I just totally brushed over. One of my clients jumped into the mastermind chat and she had only just discovered the vault. And like, she'd had that for like maybe three months. And she was like, whoa, my mind is blown. I've just realized that I have access to all of this stuff inside of the vault. And I'm so happy because now I get to binge it all. But she was like, I didn't even know it existed. And I'm like, bro, like it's literally in all of the things when you first start that like get access to the vault, like explore the vault, like new vault training, like every single month she's getting all these emails. But people are busy and they don't really like understand if they don't understand which step they need to go to or which thing they need to go to, they're not going to get the value from it. And this is what I found with this client is like, she wasn't getting all of the insane value that's inside of that vault, like genuinely like a year's worth of trainings um, and fun stuff and coaching replays and all of the things like guest trainings, everything. She wasn't getting access to any of that. She wasn't getting the value from any of that because she just simply didn't know it existed. Like she literally just didn't know it existed. And so I'm making some changes to really like, kind of embody this, this, what I'm teaching you right now, because I realized that even some of my stuff is still just a little bit too overwhelming to think about, or like it doesn't, the, the value doesn't get to come across because it's all just like in one big place where there's no, um, you know, it doesn't make sense. There's no pathway. There's no follow along. Um, and so that's the first thing with that is like, just be aware that like, if you've got a big fat library full of stuff, or you've got a big long welcome pack full of stuff, it could be valuable as shit. Like I would argue that the trainings inside of that vault can hit, can get you to six figures if you follow the shit that I am teaching you. Like if you follow the stuff in those trainings, you will be a six figure coach by the end of next year. Like let's just say it straight up. But the problem is, is if, you're, if your client isn't perceiving that value, then there's no value at all. It's only ever as valuable as your client thinks it is. And so... Your people have already got a shit ton on their plate. And so asking them to watch or read or digest a million different things just to figure out what to do first or even next, they're just not going to look at it. And so think about exactly who your client is. So for example, this actually works okay for my clients because my clients are business owners. They want to, and they're like, they're such sponges for information. Like they love consuming all of the information and they don't necessarily care about it being something specific like they love that they have the function to be able to say hey I want to talk about you know I want to go in and dive deeper on my mindset with imposter syndrome great you go watch the imposter syndrome lesson but like they've got the capacity to do that because we've worked hard, especially the girls inside of my mastermind. It's like, they've gone through the reboot. So they've now got capacity. They've got mental and, and physical energy and space to go and like actually spend some time just exploring things and like having fun and watching trainings that they don't even know they need yet, but want to watch because it sounds fun. And then boom, they've got so much from it. It's like, they've got the capacity to be able to do that stuff. And so they love it because some of their values are constant learning and growth and like, you know, personal development. And so for them, the vault is amazing. But for your clients, can you say the same thing? Because realistically, like our business is our passion. And so my clients love to be able to do this as like just little passion projects, little side things that they can do to be constantly developing. Are your clients in the same boat? Do they value the stuff that you're teaching as much as you, you do? So do they want to watch an hour long training on why protein is important or could they not actually give a flying shit if 
like they ever see that trainer like probably not right and so a the two prongs to this if you do trainings like that and you've got a buttload of stuff <clears throat> amazing great because it is valuable but you've got to position it in a really valuable way so you've got to give them the pathway and you say you know look watch this five minute training for example on <clears throat> why you should be hitting your protein goal and then maybe from that, they unlock a secret extra training if they do want to go deeper that not only teaches them the foundations from that first five minute video, but actually just goes a little bit deeper into the why around protein. And that's then something they can watch, but they only get access to maybe the first video that's like five minutes long and super quick and easy to digest at the beginning of their journey so that they're not completely overwhelmed with all of the information that you want to give them in that first week. If you just give it to them all right now, they are just not going to consume a thing. Whereas if you take them through a pathway and you say, great, so month one to three, we're going through the basics. We're like getting down and dirty with the foundations. And so, you know, you give them the the mini things of, <clears throat> you know, I don't know, like calories and protein and steps and water and la la la, like all the boring shit. But then after those first three months, maybe they've like had time to do all of that stuff, digest the five minute trainings, do the like check-in updates with you that don't have to be, you know, an hour long every time. After the three month mark, can they graduate? Like, can they graduate to like a secret part of the vault maybe? Like a secret part of your uh, resource hub that unlocks maybe the more advanced shit? So, you know, a progressive overload and how to enjoy social occasions and, um, I don't know, like training around your cycle, maybe, you know, stuff like that. Like, can you open up specific sections of your library that benefits people that are at different parts of their journey? That would be a really cool way to reduce the information overwhelm that people get from a shit ton of value up front, um, but still be able to like, you know, constantly be delivering value to your people. So you don't have to, you know, scrap all of the trainings you've got and chuck them all in the bin and start fresh and like, you know... <laughs> like literally just burn it all to the ground but just like tweak the way you've packaged it tweak the way you've wrapped it all up to make sure it is actually valuable enough for the client because of course it's valuable everything that you teach is valuable but it is it valuable if the client doesn't hear it if they don't watch the training if they don't listen to your update because it was too long like think about where your people are at maybe that 30 minute super valuable voice note that you just sent to your client or the video that you sent to your client breaking everything down for them, are they going to watch it? Like, what if your client's like, one of my uh, coaches, she teaches teachers. That was hard to say. She coaches teachers. And like, we were looking at her checking process and like, honestly, they're not going to want an hour long call every single week to chat through their check-in stuff. Like, they just want a couple of tick boxes to know what they need to do and they want to move on. To them, that is far more valuable than an hour long catch up every week. Um, for mums, for example, like they might prefer an audio instead of a video or an audio, uh, like a voice note instead of a call because they would rather do it while washing up, you know, or on the school run. Would they prefer to like listen to a little mini three minute podcast from you, uh, giving them the action points, but then also giving them a checklist underneath the video, uh, the voice note that gives them, here's the three key points from that, from that voice note, just in case you've got shit going on with the kids. So like, think about who your people are and what they need from you. Um, a way that you can do this is to ask your clients how they best learn. So like, do you uh, prefer like one of the, um, and in fact, actually, I'm going to put this in the link in the show notes. 
I am mapping out a brand new program for January that is more of a membership style program. Um, and I'm asking, like directly asking the people that are perfect for the program, I'm directly asking them how, one of the questions is how do you best learn? Like, do you love audio that you can just stick in your ears and do while you're just fanning about doing other things? Do you prefer to sit down and intentionally watch a video training with visuals and, you know, slideshows and stuff like that? Or do you prefer it to be written? Like, do you prefer to learn in a guide form where, you know, you can go to a blog post or visit a site that's just text on the screen um, or have a guide that has like visuals and written stuff but has no audio attached? Like, how best do you find your clients learn? You'll probably know that about your clients right now if you're like real, real kind of on it with your niche. But if not, ask them. Because that's the only way to get really clear on it. Like, I know that my girls, I know they love video trainings. Um, but for this brand new membership style, it's like I wanted to add something that was a little bit juicier in a different method. It's basically a Q&A. And I want to ask, like, exactly how you're going to best retain the information that I'm going to give you. Because I'm going to be very strict with my boundaries in this brand new program. And I want to make sure I'm delivering the best I possibly can without taking away any of your client experience. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I want to be as efficient as possible for me without like making it less efficient and less brilliant for you. So that's what I would do is ask people, like, do you enjoy watching a video as a check-in? Do you enjoy sticking me in your ear, lol, while you clean the kitchen? Or do you wanna like just, you know, have the time together with me? Do you wanna be able to unpack things on a call together? I guarantee if you're doing call check-ins right now, if you asked your clients, literally, I'm going to say 90 out of 100, like nine, what is that? Yeah, 90%. <laughs> 90% of the time, they're going to be like, no, I fucking actually hate calls. Like, I literally can't stand the fact that I have to find time out of my busy ass schedule to book in a call with you every single week. But I do it because I love you and I want the support and I need you in my life. But like, they'd probably all tell you that they prefer to have a voice note, a video. Oh, excuse me, I keep hiccuping. Um, or even just like, a literal like text being like, here are your action points. Like, here's the great stuff that happened last week. Here's the stuff we can improve on. And here's the action points to make sure we improve on it. Like that gets to be the most valuable way that your clients like to communicate with you. But you need to ask your clients that otherwise you just won't know. So that's what I would do. I would literally ask your clients, I'd be like, bro, how do you prefer to receive the information from me? Um, and, and you've got to make it as snackable as possible for people to, for them to actually hear it. Because that's going to get them better results. Because if they are having to watch an entire, you know, hour long training just to get a very small piece of information, they're not going to watch the whole training or they're going to get sidetracked and not actually get what they came for because they've got all of this other valuable information as well, but they don't move on anything because they don't know what to do first. They don't know what to implement first. And that's the same if you've got this big, long welcome pack. They don't know what to implement first. Cut down your welcome pack. Like make it the first three steps somebody needs to know when they jump into your world. Make it the first three steps. That's it. Everything else they can find at a later date or you can send them to at another time. But give them enough information to be appropriately whelmed without it being like, whoa, this is so much stuff. I didn't realize it was going to be this much hard work. Even if it is just like a couple of things to read, people are going to get stressed. 
People are going to be like, whoa, this bitch. Like, yeah, that's so much stuff. But also, like, what the actual hell? Like, I don't have time to sit down and figure out how to do all of this. So I'm just not going to do it. And if you're finding that your clients are dropping off the face of the earth or they are not checking in with you from the very first week, even though you know you gave them everything they needed to check in, ask yourself, how long are my welcome packs? Like, how long is my onboarding? Um, how much information am I giving in? Is, is it actually too much? If it's too much you are not going to get the value out of, like you're not going to, sorry, deliver the value to them in an appropriate way. And then they are not going to get the results from the value that you've delivered because they didn't see the value in the first place because they were like, bro, shh, fudge that. And I know that because you are an over-deliverer, because you are a compassionate coach, and because that is so much context and nuance to deliver when you're trying to just make a very simple point, like, I feel you. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, well, it depends. And then you give the 70 different dependent things um, to a one, just one really simple question. But something that I've learned as I've gotten deeper and deeper into coaching and leadership and mentorship is the, the power of being able to simply answer a question. Like, sounds ridiculous, right? Because you're like, duh. <laughs> you're like, someone asked a question, I answer it. But we don't. We go off on tangents. We go into these big, long, like, riffs and stuff like that. And hello, queen of doing that on the podcast. But, like, I'm getting so much better at if somebody asks a question, I will be like, here's the answer, bye. <laughs> like, give them the answer that you know they need. And that obviously helps when you really know the client and you know exactly what question they're actually asking, even if they're just asking a question. Um, but getting getting good at being able to pull out this, the question they've actually asked so that you can just answer it. Or like when you're in check-ins, for example, like breaking it down to be like, this is the, the stuff that you were struggling with. This is how we're going to solve it. When you can do that, you actually become such... Um, a leader for your clients because they don't feel like you're dotting around and, and not really getting to the point and not really understanding what they said. It's like you're giving them a straight up answer. And if that answer isn't the way of thought that they were thinking, they'll just come back to you and be like, hey, I wasn't actually uh, asking this question. I was asking this question. And it will teach them to be more specific with the questions or, or queries or, or struggles that they're facing because they'll just come back to you and be like, bro, actually, like I, I was kind of thinking more along this train of thought. Um, can you help with this and it means that they'll just be like straight up asking you a very specific question that you can then answer better because they've not given you like you've not given them sorry so many different ways to answer a question does that make sense I hope it does because I feel like my brain went on about 18 different tangents there um but the other reason that we do this apart from the fact that there is just so much more nuance and nuance and context that we tend to give as compassionate coaches or that we need to kind of deliver for people the other part of why we just think that we need to create and deliver more and more and more and more value is because we don't feel like we're doing a good enough job if we're just doing what we would class as the bare minimum. Like, we think that we need to over-deliver and give more and be more and, 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 like, give them the best possible experience ever. And so we need to be pouring more time and more energy, and we think that's where the value comes from. And that, to be honest, comes a lot from, like, the idea of trading time for money. So it's like, God, you know, I shouldn't... It's a lot of money beliefs around this, really, of, like you know, oh, I shouldn't be charging this amount. Like if I'm charging £200 a month for coaching, I need to be delivering so much into my service. I need to be with them in the chat every single day and multiple times a day. I need to make sure that I am like, you know, delivering a stupidly long check-in because if not, they're not getting their money's worth. But this 
is where we need to reframe the idea that time means more value. And actually it doesn't, like, I would argue it's the opposite. If I can get the information in two minutes, don't take an hour to give me the information. If I'm sitting there on a coaching call for one of my mentors, like the, the way that her stuff works is like, I'm gonna be sitting there for a good hour and a half before she even gets to my question. And like, honestly, I, I just don't have the time to do that. I don't have the time to sit through an hour and a half, potentially two hours of her answering other people's questions before she gets to mine. And so I'm like, I don't value the calls as much as other people do because I'm not, I don't have the time to sit here and fanny about waiting for my answer. And so I like view that as like, it's taking an hour and a half to answer my two minute question. So I'd much rather put that question in the chat box where she's going to answer it in her own time, but at least I'm just getting the information that I find valuable, which is obviously my stuff, because selfish whore. Um, no, obviously all the other stuff that she talks about with all of the other coaches in her space is super valuable, but I'm not like, no, I'm just not going to sit and listen to it for that long. I just like, I have other shit to do. Um, and so think about that when it comes to your stuff. It's like, where can you be delivering stuff in a shorter amount of time, which would actually mean it's more valuable for people. And this is all just about giving less better. So instead of giving more and more and more and making them longer and longer and longer, how can you actually just refine what you're doing to give less better? to be more intentional with the stuff that you're delivering, to make it make sense for your audience and for you. Because as well, this comes into scalability, like can you grow a bigger business if you're spending half an hour on every single person's check-ins? then you're gonna have to have like a cap at how many clients you can serve in a day. You're gonna have to have a cap at how many clients you can take on in a week. And you're gonna have to like be spending all of that time on those check-ins instead of being able to like create more for people and deliver more value in different ways or, um, you know, create fun programs that people can join at any point or even just be answering your clients' WhatsApps. Like if you're spending an entire day in check-ins, you're actually not delivering value to all of the different people. You're just delivering those that like really long piece of content for that one specific client that they're not even getting the benefit of the value from because they don't want to sit down and watch a half an hour check-in from you. No offense, love you. And like you will get unicorn clients that love that about you, that love that you're a waffler and you give all of the, the nuance and advice and whatever. But at the same time, like they'd probably love it so much more if you didn't spend 30 minutes on their check-in and you delivered it in 10 but it was like kick butt fire action. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I am answering all the shit today. Um, so yeah, that's what I want you to think about. But because I skipped around again, going back to the, the reason you think you need to over deliver, it's coming from a place of you not feeling good enough. It's coming from a place of imposter syndrome. I have to over explain myself. It's probably also because you're a freaking woman. And hello, we're, you know, feminist, let's go. But like that sort of vibe of like, we feel like we have to over explain. We feel like we're not good enough. We feel like we need to um, con over contextualize and make sure that, you know, everything makes sense. Like the amount of times we go, does that make sense? Does that make sense? Is that okay? Like, you know, da -da -da, let me know if you need me to go deeper. It's like, I ask that because I want clarification from you to be like, yes, this is, I understand it. So like when I say it, I'm like, I want you to understand this. Do you understand it? Or do I need to explain more? Um, and that, but like that so much of the time comes from a place of insecurity of like, ah, like did I give enough information? Probably not. So I need to keep waffling and waffling and waffling until I've gotten to the point eight different times. And hello, this is very me. So like this is at, at, actively something that I'm working on as well. Um, which is why I wanted to bring it to the table today because I actually had like a real big, 
uh, in a turmoil moment when I was creating this brand new membership for next year, um, which again, I would love your help with. So go into the show notes and click the feedback form so that you can give me some insights as a coach who is just a perfect fit for this program. Because of course you listen to my podcast, which means you're a compassionate coach. Um, so I would actually love you to just go and answer those questions for me. It literally is going to take you like two minutes, maybe five max if you're a cheeky little waffler like me. Um, but it's just going to help me to just get this program to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you have to buy the program at all. Um, you could never buy anything from me and still be really valuable for me uh, to, to know this, this insight into my dream clients. Anyway, the whole point of like what I was talking about there is like I got in my own head because I was like this new membership, like I am... Uh, creating an entirely different vibe when it comes to being in my world. Like this is really about the delivery versus the, um, you know, one-on-one accountability. There's no one-on-one touch point in this. And that was real sticky for me because I was like, bro, I want to be in your business. I want to get to know you. I want to know everything about you. And because of that, I find it very difficult to create a scalable business, to create something that can be, you know, impact on impact on impact, but a wide scale versus just a deep one. It's like, I can work with you one-on-one and I can work with my mastermind girls, like one to few. I can even work in the reboot, which is like one to quite a few, but working one to many, it's like, I'm just in teacher mode. I'm not in coach and mentor mode. I'm not in, let's like really dig in here. And so I've been learning to find ways to be able to teach in a way that does go deeper without it being like, um, without it feeling like you're not getting the support. Do you know what I mean? And so this uh, brand new way of, of operating is going to help me do that, is going to help me kind of deliver a shit ton of value in a very structured format that means you're going to get the most out of it. And it means that I can be hands off in my teaching because it means that I can just drop the things and tell you the exact stepping stones that you need to get from A to B, whatever that is, there's going to be different pockets of this. So whether you are like on your way to six figures, whether you are brand new starting out, whether you are kind of a bit more of a burnt out coach and really the reboot is for you, but maybe you know, you've done the reboot and you just want to continue your learning. It's like, it's going to be a a wildly different vibe. And I had to find um, a way to realize that my time was not the valuable thing here. The, the value was the valuable thing. And so this is something that I've recently had to really unpack for myself because I have worked on this for the last year of like knowing that, you know, the time and energy that I pour into my business doesn't directly correlate to the amount of value perceived by the client but now we're on a whole new caliber of that now we've gone into a whole new different space of that where I am actually going to be delivering very little time into this new membership in terms of my like weekly time my daily time you know being in the chat and responding to people and answering questions and you know like delivering actual coaching I am going to be teaching inside of that and because of that the actual time that I'm going to be spending in the thing is, is not is not that much. And even the amount of value that I'm delivering in terms of things isn't as much. And so I had this little sticking point and I was like, oh my God, like I need to be delivering more than this though. Like how, how dare I charge X amount if I'm only giving, giving Y amount? Or how dare I, um, you know, even be telling people that I value client experience or, or value in some way and like delivering a lot of value. If I'm not delivering X amount 24 seven and all the time, if I'm not on hand 
to have people answer questions. And then I had to really sit down with myself and say, the value here is not in the time I'm spending inside of this program. The value is in the stuff that they are getting and the way that they are being delivered it. Because if I like just bombarded you all of the stuff that I was gonna bombard you with in this membership, like I was gonna give you everything with capital E. I was gonna give you all the things. And because of that, I know from speaking to a few of the clients that um, I floated the idea with, they were like, we want less. Like we don't want all of the stuff. We want a very clear pathway. And that's now what I'm doing. And I had to take a step back and go, yeah, they don't want everything. They want the right thing for them. And that's what you want to take into your client experiences. They don't want all of the things. They don't want all of the context and the nuance and the exact things and la la la. They want it to be personalized and tailored information that is right for them or right for the journey they're on or the pathway they're on. And if you don't know that about your clients, you need to get to know what is right for them so that you can deliver that information and like, boom, deliver the value and that's the tea. Like that's the drama, full stop, see you later, bye. Like you need to make sure that what you're delivering is valuable enough and it isn't overwhelming or too much and you're not getting sticky and like awkward about the fact that you're not pouring the time into it. Because like, bro, you literally started this business to avoid the trading time for money situation. And now what you're doing is sitting at a desk, trading your time for money because you're on client calls 24 seven or doing hour long calls when people only needed like 10 minutes to unpack a thing. Like where are you adding timeframes that just don't need to be there? Are you telling people that, you know, that are you letting people expect a 20 minute update from you when really they just need five minutes? Are you, um, I don't know, like in your WhatsApps 24 seven, when really like checking your WhatsApps once or twice a day is gonna be good enough? Like where are you just like pouring time and energy into something that just isn't actually adding value? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. Please drop me a DM and let me know if you found this valuable. Um, lol. <laughs> uh, if you found this uh, podcast episode helpful, do me a big fat beefy favor and click the review, click five stars and give it a cheeky review because I a, love to see when people are loving this podcast because I honestly like genuinely pour my heart and soul into these episodes and I just, I want you to love them as much as I love doing them. Um, and validation is everything. Um, and drop me a DM and let me know your biggest takeaway from today. I love you so much. Go and have the best week ever and I will catch up with you soon, boo.